You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 267. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're feeling great. And I hope you're ready for another great Earn That Body podcast episode. Now, before we get started, just want to remind you that the Strong Body 21 Day Online Challenge starts in just a week. We start April 18th, and there are a few spots left. And I decided that the price went up already, the early bird price rate is already passed but if you're a podcast listener i want to offer a podcast listener discount so if you email me kim at earnthatbody.com and say hey i want the podcast listener discount i will send you a discount code if you have not yet registered for the strong body challenge now don't worry if you already paid you already paid the lowest price there possibly was the price will never go lower than that just so you always know but the price has gone up and i want to be able to offer my podcast listeners a little discount as well so join us because it is going to be an awesome 21 days full of some pretty amazing workouts i have to say they kicked my booty when i filmed them we've got 20 to 25 minute strength training videos i've got cardio hit videos core videos, a calendar to keep you on track, or you can use all the videos as sort of grab and go workouts. So many options. It's going to be so much fun and it's definitely going to motivate you to get bathing suit ready because we're going to blink and it's going to be summer. So go to the website, earnthatbody.com. There's a big link right on top that says Strong Body Challenge. And again, shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com and just simply tell me, I want the podcast listener discount and I will send you a discount code. That discount code is only going to be valid up until the date we start Strong Body. So once we get started, that discount code will no longer be effective. Now, what are we talking about today? Well, let me tell you a little something that Jillian Michaels once said. She said, the top mistake I see people making when trying to get a six pack or a flat tummy is that they believe when it comes to getting rid of belly fat, they can spot reduce fat. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about can you spot reduce fat? What is spot reduction? Can it be done? What else can you do for those problem areas? Look, we've all got those problem areas. Some people have it in their belly. Some people have it in their hips or their thighs. Some people have a little bit of sag behind the arms. I mean, I don't think I really need to explain to you that we all have problem areas, right? And let's face it, we wanna get rid of that one area and we wanna do it fast. And so that is a bit about spot reduction and we're gonna go into all of that and more after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from On Health from Consumer Reports Magazine, 
they had a new study that came out and the title of this article said new reason to avoid junk food like we really need another reason i mean i think we kind of know but okay <laughs> we already know that eating a lot of ultra processed foods such as packaged salty snacks sugary drinks and treats processed meats and commercial baked goods can have a negative effect on heart health and raise the risk of some cancers. But now a Canadian study has found that people who ate one to four daily servings of such food were 67% more likely to develop inflammatory bowel disease than those who consumed less than one serving a day. The researchers say that chemical additives and high levels of sugar and fat could disrupt gut bacteria and lead to inflammation in Crohn's disease and colitis, which are two types of IBD. So do we really need another reason to avoid junk food? No. But is this a really good reminder that eating too much junk food can impact your health? Absolutely. I mean, I think sometimes you definitely can get on that easy path where you're like, oh, I'm just going to have a cookie after lunch today. And then it becomes, oh, I'm going to have a couple after dinner too. And then maybe you're like, hey, my weight didn't even go up. I think I'll keep eating those cookies because my weight didn't go up. And before you know it, you are eating so many cookies <laughs> or you're having so many daily and that becomes a lot of processed junk food, right? And so it's really important that you limit how much you're taking in because this says less than one a day is important. So even if you were just having one a day, because this says one to four a day, if that means one a day could be impacting your gut bacteria. So it's something to think about. I always like to encourage my clients and what I personally do is I like to enjoy a sweet treat. I'm not saying I don't have processed sweets, but I like to enjoy it on the weekends and I have a couple. I try not to have the daily sweets because honestly, that's where I think we get into a little bit of trouble. And let's face it, if you have a little sweet treat every day, before you know it, you crave it every day. And then you're back on that sugar train and it's pretty hard to break. So again, if I can just give you one more reason to avoid junk food, then I am certainly going to do it. Now, we are talking today about spot reducing body fat, right? A lot of the information today comes from WebMD and also Healthline. And I think probably the biggest question that I get is, can you target fat loss to these very specific body parts, right? Almost everyone would like to change at least one part of their body. As I said earlier, some people, it's their waistline or their thighs or the, the booty and the arm. Like everybody has their own spot that they just wish they could fix. And the reality is that spot reduction, and that's what it's called, spot reduction, can be pretty tough to do. Now, the theory of spot reduction has been promoted in health and fitness for quite a while, but the reality is there's no evidence to support it. Spot reduction is a type of targeted exercise intended to burn fat in that one specific body area. 
Now, an example of spot reduction is exercising the triceps in order to get rid of excess fat on the back of the arms. And this theory of targeting specific body parts is popular, leading many people to focus on only their troublesome areas instead of exercising their entire body. Now, burning fat using this method of only targeting one spot on your body can be really appealing because people who have a hard time losing weight or have failed losing weight in the past, they want these quick fix methods to fix that one particular spot, right? But as they said, spot reduction has not been proven. There's really no evidence to show that you can do something like that. Targeting fat loss in a specific area. Yes, it seems like it's ideal, but not proven. So it's really important whenever you are watching those infomercials and they're like, get this You know, get this thigh master. It's going to target your thighs and give you skinny thighs. It's just not a reality. And the reason why is it sort of helps if you understand how fat loss works. And to understand why spot reduction is simply not effective, you have to understand how the body actually does burn fat. See, the fat in your cells is found in the form of something called triglycerides. And triglycerides are stored fats that the body can use for energy. And before they can be burned for energy, triglycerides must be broken down into smaller sections called free fatty acids and glycerol, and those enter the bloodstream. Now, during exercise, the free fatty acids and glycerol used as fuel can come from anywhere in the body. They don't come from just behind the arms. (laughs) Just because you want it to come from just behind the arms, that isn't how it works. The fatty acids and the glycerol that are going to be used as fuel, they can come from anywhere in the body. Now, The majority of studies have basically debunked the whole spot reduction premise. Aside from not correlating with how the body burns fat, a number of studies have shown spot reduction to be just completely ineffective. Now, there was one study with 24 people who only completed exercises exercises that were targeting their abs for six weeks. And when they did that, they found no reduction in belly fat. Then there was another study and it was about 40 overweight and obese women for 12 weeks found that resistance training of the abs again had no effect on belly fat loss compared to guess what? Dietary intervention. That's where you're going to get a little more help. There was a study focusing on the effectiveness of upper body resistance training. And this 12-week study included 104 participants who completed a training program that exercised only their non-dominant arm. And researchers found that although some fat loss did occur, it was generalized to the entire body. 
Most scientific evidence shows that spot reduction is just not effective and that fat loss tends to be generalized to the entire body, not the body part that you necessarily want, right? Now, what is the difference between spot fat reduction and targeted toning? Because we definitely want to tone certain parts of the body, right? And although spot fat reduction is most likely to be ineffective at burning that fat in a very specific body part, targeting troublesome areas can certainly be done by toning the underlying muscle, and that definitely will have a beneficial result. So while you can't necessarily choose where your body loses fat, you can choose where you want to look more toned and defined. Now, that being said, it's important to combine targeted toning exercises with cardio workouts in order to burn that fat. And it's true that muscles are strengthened and defined by toning exercises like those ab moves um, that they were doing in those research studies. However, these exercises generally, your strength exercises, those don't burn a lot of calories. So if you're doing a lot of ab exercises, yes, you're gonna get a stronger core and that is super important, but you're not gonna burn a lot of calories and therefore a lot of fat if you're just doing that strength training and that toning for that area. And that's why it's so important that you also do cardio work, cardiovascular fitness work, um, because it's really going to make a difference in that fat burning that you're gonna need to see that toning in that specific spot that you are definitely wanting to see the results in, right? So cardio is gonna be key. It cannot just be strength training a certain area. And cardio is full body. You can't just do like cardio for the triceps, <laughs> right? Cardiovascular fitness is about getting your heart pumping. So cardio is key. But then another thing that's definitely going to be key if you want to see that six pack is a healthy, balanced diet. So just please keep in mind that there are no simple, easy, fast fixes to tone a certain problem area. Okay, that's super important. Now, what are the things that you can do to reduce fat and tone those problem areas? I'll tell you a few things right now that are definitely going to help you more than thinking that you can just do crunches for a six pack. The first thing we just talked about, cardiovascular exercise. Cardio, like running and cycling, uses large muscle groups, has been proven to be effective at basically burning lots of calories. And it may be particularly effective at melting that stubborn fat, so they say, because you're burning calories. Cardiovascular exercise is always going to burn more calories than strength training. So for those of you who come to me and you're like, I love to strength train, so I strength train five days a week. That's great but you still have to do cardiovascular fitness <laughs> because likely if you're trying to lose weight as well, we've got to get these calories burned. Now, the next thing that's important to know about your cardio is that high intensity interval training, you've probably heard it, that HIT training, it involves short periods of intense activity immediately following a recovery period. 
And studies show time and time again that HIIT may be more effective at burning fat than steady state cardio. So HIIT training, absolutely awesome for burning calories. Should you do it every day? No. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do anything high intensity every day. I don't do speed work for my runs every single day. So HIIT training a couple times a week, um, you know, two to three times a week would be like a max that you would do it. Also very dependent on how long that HIIT training workout is. So a perfect example is that for the strong body challenge we have coming up, I created a program where we would be strength training the entire body. So they're full body strength workouts. And then we follow it with 10 to 12 minutes of HIIT training. And it is like the most awesome fat burn you can get, in my opinion. When you do the strength training with 10 to 12 minutes, that's it. I don't have you doing 20 to 30 minutes of HIIT training. Just 10 to 12 minutes, but it is serious. Like when I filmed this, I was sweating and dying. And that's the kind of HIIT training that you want to be doing to get that effective fat burning and calorie burning going. That's gonna help you. See the muscles that you're trying to tone and burn those calories. Now what's another thing you can do? They talk about whole body exercises. So instead of focusing on that one area, you can't just focus on the six pack, right? The whole body exercises, even things like burpees, right? You're using so many different muscle groups when you do the burpees. That has been shown to burn more calories and lead to more fat loss than when you just target one muscle group, all right? Super important, whole body exercises. And also the last thing is combining exercises. So combining resistance training and cardiovascular exercise that has been shown to be more effective at shedding weight and fat than just focusing on one type of exercise. So combining those exercises, cardio and strength training, an awesome mix, such an awesome mix, which is why in Strong Body I've created it so that if you want to follow the program, you're gonna do the strength training and you're gonna follow it up with a quick hit 10 minute calorie busting burn. <laughs> You're combining your strength with your cardio, but it's not going to be like a two hour workout. It's going to be 20 to 20 to 25 minutes of full body strength hit, then hitting it hard with your 10 minutes of hit training. I am telling you, it is unbelievable. When I filmed Strong Body, I think that I definitely got in better shape and it's a 21 day program. So I'm telling you, it's the thing to do if you're trying to shed these last pounds. But you can do that on your own as well. You just wanna follow some of these tips. Again, instead of thinking I'm only gonna do crunches because I'm trying to get this belly fat off, Nope, you're gonna do cardiovascular exercise, you're gonna do HIIT training, you're gonna do full body, whole body exercises, you're gonna combine cardio with strength, take all of that, do that, and you are going to get such better results than thinking you can spot train your core. Now, it would be foolish of me to give you all of this lingo here, but then not talk about diet, because when you're trying to lose body fat. Let's face it, diet is key. 
And yes, you want to increase your overall activity and adding new exercises to your daily routine is so important for weight loss and overall health because your body is always sort of shocked. And when you shock the system, that's when it sort of lets go of fat or burns more calories. When you do the same workout all the time, your body gets used to it and it just doesn't sort of fire up the same way as it does when you do new exercises. Now, choosing unhealthy foods over or even overeating will definitely undo all of that hard work that we just talked about. So you can do all the cardiovascular work, all the HIIT training, all the whole body exercises, and you could combine cardio and strength. You could do all of that. But then if you eat unhealthy or you're eating too much, your quantities are just too big, you will undo all of that hard work. You cannot, you cannot work off a bad diet. You just simply can't. And you know what? I bet you've proven that to yourself many, many times. Because we all at one point in our life thought, I'm just going to work out extra long today because I ate so bad on this vacation. But that doesn't really help you lose any of that weight, right? So to lose weight and basically burn that fat and then keep it off, you definitely have to combine some of these dietary tips with those exercise tips. So like the first thing would be you have to control your portions and keeping portion sizes in check is definitely key if you're trying to lose weight. And one way to reduce your food portions is to, some people say, use a smaller plate. Instead of giving yourself a huge plate and then filling it to capacity, sometimes it's better to start giving yourself a small plate or a small bowl so that you can start making a smaller serving size. Now, when I work with my clients, it's not about the size of the portion as as much as it is about how many calories they are allotted based on their exercise and their lifestyle. So you're either going to control your portions because you know how many calories you should be eating, or you might want to start looking at actual serving size. What is a true serving size of whatever it is you're eating? Sometimes I think that can be more eye-opening than anything. If you're someone who sort of puts their hand in the box and keeps grabbing crackers out and before you know it, you've eaten half the box, why don't you start looking at the box and look at the label and say, what is an actual serving size? Put that amount into a small bowl and put the box away. And then you start to see, oh, wow, one serving size is that many crackers. Okay, well, I put the box away now, so I'm not just going to eat endlessly until I hit the bottom of the box. This is one serving, and that is an appropriate amount for this snack for me right now. So keeping those portions under control is definitely key. They also recommend that you fill up on fiber. This is another thing I really work hard with my clients. We talk about fiber. So you wanna get fiber from your vegetables, from beans, from fruits, from whole grains. They are going to fill you up. And so often just making sure you're getting enough healthy fiber can reduce that overeating that maybe you slip up and sort of are constantly leading to that binge session, or you're just always hungry, so you're you're eating more and more and more, it might be because you're not eating enough fiber-rich foods. So keeping your fiber on track is super important as well. 
You definitely want to limit processed foods and you definitely want to limit added sugar, right? Cutting back on processed foods like your candy, your chips, your cakes, the fast food, all of that's going to be essential if you're trying to lose weight, especially if you're trying to lose weight in one spot. (laughs) You've got to lose weight through the whole body to see weight loss in that one spot. So I say get rid of all soda, just so you know right now, all soda, diet soda, regular soda, all soda messes with your hormones and will make weight loss more difficult. So you're better off ditching all soda right off the bat. Um, Even juice, you need to really limit. Juice is super high in sugar and not usually enough fiber to justify it. So I would always say eat the real fruit versus having it as a juice. And you also wanna limit sport drinks. If you are someone who's always reaching for the Gatorade or some kind of sport drink, you really only need that if you're working out for over an hour or the conditions are incredibly hot and you're sweating a ton. If that is not the case, you can be drinking water even during that workout. So one hour or less workout, You probably can just have water. Watch out for those sports drinks that are loaded in sugar and even a lot of sodium. And the last thing you really want to do in terms of diet is you want to get a lot of protein-rich foods because protein is going to help you feel full and also can help with that overeating that sometimes happens because, again, it makes you feel full. And protein is going to help your muscles recover, and protein is going to help you build more muscle. And building muscle in your problem areas or throughout the body is going to be essential. It's going to be essential because, for one, the more muscle you have on your body, the more calories you will burn. It basically ups your metabolism. So it's a really positive cycle that starts to occur. But if you're someone who is not getting in enough protein, that will definitely limit how much muscle you can put on, how your muscles are recovering, and potentially you're hungry all the time because your body is just not getting enough of that protein. So that is definitely essential as well. Following a healthy meal plan, you wanna, there has to be some kind of caloric deficit for weight loss. And yet, I will tell you right now, for some people who work out really hard, who work out a lot, some people can't lose weight because they're not eating enough. That's where it definitely helps to have some kind of nutrition coach like myself because I can see pretty quickly on my clients which people need more of a calorie deficit versus which people are at a weight loss plateau because they're simply not eating enough and the body is holding on to every pound. So that's really important. It could be one, it could be the other, but limiting processed foods, that's going to be key. Limiting sugar, gonna be key, and eating more protein and more fiber is definitely going to help you. Now, let's talk about the bottom line. What can we possibly say here about spot reduction? Because many people want to lose fat and they want to lose it quick and they want to lose it easily. And it's always in that trouble area that that's all they can see, right? It's like if you have weight in your thighs, that's all you can see are your thighs. You never give yourself any kudos for the areas that are amazing. All you see is your troublesome area. 
And so many people want to just get rid of it. They want to get rid of it fast. And that's all they want to focus on. Spot fat reduction has been shown to be ineffective, everyone. It's ineffective, okay? The studies are there. They can't find anything that's showing is true. But at least there are proven ways to lose body fat and to keep it off. So while resistance training will strengthen your body, it will build your body, it will tone muscle in a targeted area, which is great, a healthy diet and the calorie burning activities are going to be essential when it comes to burning fat overall. Now I will say this also, you cannot spot reduce the fat in an area, but you can tone it, as we said. So if you do sort of have a little extra, you know, something behind the arms, you should be doing tricep work to tone it, to get the muscle stronger there, right? You definitely don't just ignore it, but basically what we're saying is, but you should be toning the entire body. You should be strengthening all the muscle groups in the body so that you don't have any areas where it's like, oh, I always work triceps, but I never work biceps. That would leave you completely imbalanced. Oh, I always work back, but I never work chest. Not okay. (laughs) You want to work all the muscle groups. That's why almost all my programs, I do full body strength training videos. I'm not a super huge fan of like, we do chest and back on Monday and we do legs and tries on Tuesday. And I'm kind of the kind of person who's like, let's make sure we get it all done in one session because how often do you miss some workouts? And so you always start on Monday back with your leg workout, but then by Friday, you're sort of like, for you know, not hitting those workouts and that means you never get to your core and you never did chest and you never did triceps, but Monday rolls around again and you're ready to do legs again. So I like to do the full body in one session so that I am ensured that every muscle group got done in that session and that I'm not missing anything, and that way everything is in balance. When you do that, when you tone the entire body, not just one muscle group, it's gonna help your problem area still, right? Because you're gonna be burning more calories that way, putting on more muscle, so all of that is going to help you reduce fat in the problem area, but just remember, you just, can't work one spot, it doesn't work that way. Diet is going to be probably the number one thing and then getting in the right amount of cardio with the right amount of strength training to tone the body overall, that's gonna be the most beneficial way that you can lose fat in one particular area. Hard work, dedication has to happen in the gym and in the kitchen. Put that together and I promise you, you're going to reach your goals. You really are. So don't give up and don't think that this means, oh, you'll never get rid of that problem area. No, you totally can. You can make it look better. You just have to work on the body as a whole. That's definitely, you know, what you have to think about. But I I am going to say this. We all do have what we would call a problem area. I have it too, okay? I'm not gonna like talk about, oh, this is my problem area because then you're gonna be like, that is not a problem area. Well, but to me it is, right? But we all have an area that we wish looked a little bit different. 
And there's only so much we can do about it because part of it is also genetics. And so if we have certain parts of our body that are genetically going to look that way, and we can make them look a little better by toning them, and we can make them a little better by losing some overall body fat, but that spot on our body may never be what we wish it was. But if you're healthy and you're fit and you're strong, I want you to just get over that body part. Just get over it because life's too short to worry about the one part of your body you don't love. Instead, focus on all the parts you do love. Focus on how amazing your body is, what it does for you daily. And remember, if you're a parent, your kids are watching you. And if you're always complaining about your belly roll or your thighs touching or your booty, they're listening to you. They hear you and they're going to be like that also one day. They're going to judge one of their body parts. They're going to talk about it to their spouse. And let me tell you, your spouse doesn't want to hear about it. They would so much rather you walk around with confidence than to always be talking about how you hate your thighs, right? So love your body. Love all the parts of your body, even the parts you want to fat reduce, right? Spot reduce. Love them all. Do your best. Be fit, be healthy, and try to stay positive about this incredible body that you have. That's probably more important than any spot-reducing exercise you could possibly do. There you have it, team. The Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. Don't forget, email kim at earnthatbody.com. Say you want the podcast discount for the Strong Body Challenge, and I will give you that discount code. That discount code expires the day we start the Strong Body Challenge on April 18th. Can't wait to have you all there. Can't wait to get you fit, strong, and healthy. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 